Welcome to the Fifth Chakra Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things self-expression and channeling your voice. I'm your host, Sierra Jamerson. I'm a holistic vocal coach, singer, songwriter, and multi-passionate creative. My interests lie at the intersection of spirituality, psychology, music, art, self-care, and culture. So that's what we talk about on the podcast. I'm glad to have you here. I should really be asleep right now. It's Sunday night. It's past my bedtime. And I have to be up at like 6 in the morning on Monday morning to go to work. And I put off recording an episode because I really just needed some time to rest and do nothing this weekend. I've been sick for the last week, so I hadn't recorded anything. And it was a sickness that really hit me hard. It wasn't COVID. I tested negative quite a few times, but it did feel a lot like when I got COVID, um, when I got COVID back in the beginning of 2022. Uh, I'm grateful it wasn't, but it hit me pretty hard. And between that and all of the energy required to recover from that and how difficult it is to just keep up with the pace of life itself and the hustle and the bustle, hustling and bustling in a concrete jungle. As one of the artists I used to tour with used to say, Shout out to anybody who's listening who listens to Jampara. Jampara and the Batalayon. He's this African reggae artist I used to I used to sing backups with when on when he was on tour. But anyways, complete tangent. Between the hustle and the bustle and recovering and then it was my moon time and my body was just depleted. I I didn't do anything this weekend. I wanted to reclaim my time. My time to just relax. Normally on the weekends I work out a lot. I clean, spend time with my partner, do errands. Like I, I'm always trying to catch up on the weekend for all the time that I don't have to do things during the week. And this weekend I just felt like doing nothing. And as I'm recounting this, I remember on Friday, I said to a little boy, one of the students that I work with, that boredom is good because out of boredom strikes inspiration. And he knew all about it. He said he likes being bored because that's when he can start to be creative and he likes to have time for creativity and imagination. I'm telling you, the children... They know so much more than we do. So I guess I've done enough nothing that I was able to have some inspiration right before I'm about to go to bed. And of course, there's a little little dash of revenge procrastination in there. 
because that's just how my brain works. But I pulled a few cards to try and guide what I wanted to talk about. And (laughs) as always, when you pull cards, they reflect you back to you. And I was glad that I pulled the ones that I did. Because I think I'm having a little bit of the Sunday scaries. I think, um, well, not I think, I know. I know that on Monday morning, I'm going to go to work and there are lots of things that I love about what I do. And there are lots of things that I really struggle to bear. The stress, the pace. It can all lead to a real sense of burnout. Sometimes there's really not very much reward for the work that I do. I appreciate the independence. I appreciate the freedom. I appreciate working with young people because I think I would be even more miserable if I had to work like a corporate job. Young people keep me fun and they keep me young. I don't think I ever really want to grow up. (laughs) And they let me do like fun things. Like I want to start like a slam poetry club and I want to like help out with the talent show and all kinds of things. One of my best friends uh, is contracted to, to start rock band clubs after school with kids. And she works at the school I work at too. And it's really nice to see them, you know, playing all the songs and stuff. We used to teach music at the same place before I got this job. This episode is brought to you by me. (laughs) I am my own sponsor, which means nobody can tell me what I can and cannot say. (laughs) If you like this episode or you've resonated with something on this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating or writing a positive review or even just sharing it with a friend. The more ratings and reviews and shares that it gets, the more I'm able to spread this message with others and hopefully do some good in the world. Now, where was I? We were on a field trip last Wednesday and it was a cultural field trip and through throughout the day we were out on the land with the kids and we had a bunch of different knowledge keepers in there and we're there to just, you know, help the kids be able to be themselves in school and be in school in a good way. Uh, and at one point in the field trip, the kids were all running around and they were out and they were gone and blah, da, 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 da. And I just had this moment to myself and I just felt the urge to pray. And it's just me and God and mother nature and grandmother moon on one side and grandfather's son on the other side because the moon was still out even though it was like the middle of the morning and 
I always have this one uh, knowledge keeper who says how lucky we are to have a mother and a father and a grandmother and a grandfather everywhere we go. And I was just out there by myself in the trees and I just I just prayed and I was just like, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for the next chapter. I'm ready for... I'm ready to move on. You know, like, I've spent 30 years understanding myself, understanding my place in the world, healing, learning about my family and where I come from and my roots and learning about this world, growing spiritually, intellectually, getting degrees, fighting understanding mental health putting more than 10,000 hours into my craft as an artist giving so much of myself to my community being in relationship and out of relationship love loss grief ambition exploration understanding the politics the sociology the the gender, the race, the culture, the economic circumstances that make me me, the epigenetic joy and resilience, as well as profound trauma and dis-ease. I've spent 30 years coming to terms with my body, with my health, with my mind, with my soul, understanding the world learning wisdom the hard way and I'm ready now I feel like I've learned the lessons I needed to learn I've walked through the trials and the tribulations I needed to I've come up the rough side of the mountain and Your grace and mercy has brought me through and I'm ready. I'm ready for the next step. And as much as I love being here and doing the work that I do, I know that I'm meant for so much more. I know that I'm meant for something so much bigger because that's all I dream about and that's all I've ever dreamed about since I was a little girl and I know you don't put dreams in people's hearts you don't give them those ideas unless you want them to have them I've done my due diligence I've come up the rough side and I'm ready I'm happy I'm grateful I'm healthy I'm solid I'm good I've built my routines I've focused on my well-being I've learned my lessons and I know I know that you know I'm in my Saturn return and Saturn will hasten people who are prone to inaction and they will pause people who are prone to rushing in wise men say only fools rush in right and I know I'm more of a fool who rushes in. And so I know that in my Saturn return, I've been paused for my own good. But I just, 
I felt the need to pray and say, God, I am ready for what comes next. Because I know that this isn't all there is for me. I know there's something so much greater and something so much bigger. And I just need you to put the exit sign on top of the door like a dark movie theater hallway. And if you show me the light, if you show me that exit sign, I will walk through that door. I will trust you and I will walk through that door. You just got to show me where to go and I will cross over. I will put my faith in you and I will do it because I'm ready now. Because the cost of not doing it is too great compared to the cost and the fear that I had of taking the risk. It would be too great a cost, a penalty to not do it. I'm so ready. And so I pulled some cards I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still getting over this cold. There's nothing I can really do about it. I am just sniffly, a sniffly congested mess. It is what it is. Sorry. (laughs) Anyways, so I pulled some cards to help me express this feeling, and they really did mirror myself back to me. And the card that represented this situation as it actually exists is the crone of earth. Now, this is a mythical goddess tarot deck, and earth is pentacles in a traditional deck, which is, you know, makes a lot of sense. It's very self-explanatory. The crone of earth is like the king of pentacles. The radiant crone of earth represents the ascension of the body. Her very cells transmuted to light. She is the warrior goddess aligned with the passionate earth, breaking old stories and shifting behaviors. She brings opportunities of new consciousness, heart, mind, and body. She shifts the DNA through her transformative power. The earth crone brings you the power of the change and ascension while still embodied. She is here to assist you in letting go of the old in yourself so the identity you have held dear can be released and transmuted into new DNA and new form. Welcome the shift and let your world ascend into integration and healing. And oh my gosh, did that give me shivers. Because that's me. That is me. That is exactly me. That's exactly how I feel. And I'm an earth sign. I'm not a Taurus, but Tauruses have had a huge impact in my life. My mother is a Taurus. My partner is a Taurus. And, you know, like, I have, like, a Virgo stellium. I'm, I'm very connected to that mutable earth energy. And that's really how I feel. I feel like I'm coming out of a cycle of a phase with so much wisdom and I'm ready to ascend. And it's not just a feeling of my mind or in my emotions. Like I feel it in my body. I wake up in the morning and I look different. The way I carry myself is different. The clothes I wear, the way I do my hair, it's different. It's more self-assured. It's more me. It's less of a mask. I'm so ready. 
And sometimes it's hard because, you know, it's Sunday night and I'm going to have to get up in the morning in like eight hours <laughs> and I'm going to have to go to that same place and I'm going to have to be gracious and do my best and have dignity while I'm stuck like a changeling in the middle of these two phases. And I will do my best work and I will spend the time with the kids and they will make every single moment of it worthwhile because I love young people even though my job can be so stressful with deadlines and pressure so much pressure but I'm ready and I will just have to find a way to show that I'm ready and to be that new person you know, when you ask to up-level, you have to up-level inside before your manifestation comes through. You have to show that it's in you. And I, I'll i do it. I'm so ready for whatever comes next. And I have in my mind what I want to come next. I keep it in the hidden most most inner sacred spaces of my heart. My dream. What I wish for. I nurture it. I nestle it so tenderly. Like a little baby raven or something. I know what it is. And God knows what it is too. Now, the second card I pulled... <laughs> Man, is it's just something else where your cards read you for filth. But I've had this deck for so long. It doesn't even feel mean when she reads me anymore. <laughs> but it was the Eight of Wind, which is like Jupiter and Gemini. And Jupiter can expand energies. And Gemini is an air sign. It's Mercury. But the downside to Gen Gemini, you know, the twins can be double-minded. And that can create a lot of confusion. And that's what this card represents. It says, the painful confusion that this woman feels is reflected in her face, which is riddled with chaos and painful indecision. She is of two or several minds, mentally torn and desperately trying to get a grip. She's showing you that when there are too many factors and no clear choices, that it is not time to make a decision. Now the wisest course of action is to give your mind a break and let it take a back seat where it belongs. This is no time to be over-analytical. Deep trust in life's process is being called for. Know that when it is time to make a decision or you need clarity of mind, that the way will be shown to you. And see, I have spent years aching and rocking back and forth over and over, trying to intellect my way out of my circumstances and into what is next. And I have yet to succeed in doing so. I've had some few moments of impulse and intuition. And I did not overthink those. They just struck me. They happened when they were supposed to happen. And I pounced upon them. 
because I usually know when I need to pounce upon something. God makes it very plain to me, and I um, I feel like I'm pretty well tapped into my instincts as a manifesting generator. But I've been rocking back and forth with confusion for years. I would say four or five or six years even. Just being so lost as to what is the right step for me. And the fear and the confusion and not knowing the way out. But when I prayed that day on the field trip, I felt like it was time to surrender. It's beyond me to figure this out. It's time to surrender. And I know that now. And I'm good with that. I need to practice my patience though. Because I haven't been able to think my way out of this one yet. But I know that the time is coming. And every day it draws closer. And every hour the moment is more near there's something big that I meant to do in this world and I know it has to do with the message that I have to share and I know that that message is not just the words that I speak but it's the songs that I write and the articles and the poetry and the way that I sing I I know it's all of me And I know that I've hid this message for a very long time because I've been very afraid. Because for most of my life, anytime I've tried to be big, anytime I've tried to take up space, I've been punished for it. But I don't think I'm going to be punished for this one. I think this is a path that I'm ready to see through. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I, I'm, I'm just like, I'm itching to get this going. And then the thing that made me smile for the third time was the last card. It was the second card in the major arcana, the high priestess card, like any other deck, but this high priestess is the goddess Isis. It's a beautiful picture of the goddess Isis. It's kind of similar to the tattoo that Rihanna has of her on her chest. (laughs) Now, Isis is the first goddess I ever met. I met her right out of an abusive relationship. I had just gotten this deck and I hadn't really used it. Um, I got it in the spring or summertime. By November-ish, this relationship had ended. And it was really scary. Like, my, I felt like my life was in jeopardy as this relationship ended. And I was drawn to her image in this deck. And I spent a lot of time researching her and getting to know her and reading books about her and I set up an altar for her lots of silver candles that represented the moon and different offerings and I prayed and I realized that Isis had a lot 
of symbolism with the Virgin Mary. And I felt this sweet, beautiful, powerful, majestic, maternal energy flow over me, bathe me in silver, in peace, in moonlight, in safety. She was the goddess that came to me to light my way out of the dark. And I've loved her ever since. She's always been the goddess that I've had a soft spot in my heart for. Now, let me tell you what this deck says about Isis. Isis, the Egyptian high priestess, is the great mother goddess of the universe who overcame death to resurrect her lover, Osiris. The benevolent mystical goddess of the people, Isis embodies fertility and nourishment of all things in heaven and on earth. Beautiful Isis spreads her magnificent wings, navigating the realms of spirit with ease. She is the moon and pure intuition. She is the mother of the sun. Resourceful and self-contained, Isis lives beyond this earthly dimension. She activates the inner voice. Isis represents internal communion with spirit, offering nourishment from the divine. She is universal wisdom. Isis shows you how to live and navigate your life through the honoring of your inner guidance and intuitive knowing. Her magnificent presence radiates her shining wisdom that is present to experience. Your intuition is accessed through the depth of your being and knowing, through introspective and receptive states, through meditation and the dream time. Isis urges you to take no counsel outside of your own wisdom, to go deep into your inner landscape where the guidance you seek is found. And I think when I saw that and I see this picture of her with her beautiful wings wrapping around the moon, I almost feel energetically as if her wings are wrapping around me and giving me like an embrace that reconnecting to my own intuition, my own inner wisdom, to the whispers of spirit, of the divine inside of me. I feel like I am just being gently waved down this lazy river and the path is slowly being made clear. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to channel her energy and call upon her energy to help guide me through. Because when I left that abusive relationship, she certainly guided me through some choppy waters. And it's been a long time. And believe you me, I've had a lot of spiritual intercession on my behalf, not only from like deities, but from my own ancestors and saints and angels. 
earth angels and angels from beyond. Trust me, I, I've had a lot, a lot of protection and guidance on my way. But I know that during that time, she lit up the dark for me and helped me find my path. And those first few steps were terrifying. But she supported me and nourished me and mothered me all the way through. And part of the pain and the grief I was feeling at that time was the fact that I I had no mothering. I felt like an orphan. I felt so unmothered. <laughs> and now... I don't get the feeling that I'm about to embark on a path anywhere near as terrifying as that one is. But I do get the feeling that I would like her energy around me and her guidance and her protection along the way. And I wish that for you too. If you're listening to this episode with my runny nose (laughs) and my cough, I hope you can hear beyond the sound of my voice and truly hear the sound of my voice and what I'm saying. And I wish for everyone underneath the sound of my voice to be blessed and protected and to consider that maybe maybe this is the goddess energy that's being called into your life too. And maybe you are about to embark on a path And maybe you're ready for something so much greater. And maybe it's time for you to open up and surrender and see where it takes you. And maybe this is your sign. Maybe this is your moon lighting the way through the darkness. It's time. It's time. It's time. Thank you so much for listening to the Fifth Chakra Podcast. Until next time, remember, you don't have to be perfect to be heard. Take care.